Thursday, May 5th. Welcome to the Inside Texas Daily Dose, your resource for what's happening out front and behind the scenes of the University of Texas Athletics. I'm your host, Chris Hall, and you can most decidedly count Texas in on summer satellite camps. If you've been asleep or just not paying attention to the college football storylines this offseason, summer satellite camps have been one of the biggest hot-button issues. This whole thing started with Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh wanting to shake things up, as he likes to do, and his planning on doing satellite camp after satellite camp down in SEC country this summer. The advantage there being that kids who are talented enough to play in Ann Arbor but can't afford to travel to Ann Arbor get in front of Wolverine coaches and get an opportunity to show off their skills. The good old boys in the southeast pitched a fit about that because they don't want anyone poaching their football, talent-rich corner of the country, and, for a brief period of time, the NCAA banned satellite camps. The real losers of that entire deal being the kids who lose the opportunity to get exposure in front of a multitude of college coaches from different programs that they wouldn't normally get. Thankfully, everyone threw enough of a fit that the NCAA walked back their decision, and now everybody's going gangbusters on summer satellite camps. And I think it's a great thing for smaller Division I programs that are actually looking for diamonds in the rough, and there are plenty of them out there. It's also great for kids that don't grow up with the socioeconomic status that enables them to fly to every camp all over the country during the summer. It's great also for kids that don't come from traditionally winning high school programs that don't have a lot of recruiters coming through there during spring ball, for example. So I'm totally for them, and I can understand why smaller Division I schools or schools that don't come from a talent-rich state would want to hold them in places like California, Texas, Florida, etc. I don't necessarily understand why Texas would go all in on them simply for a couple of reasons. Normally, Texas is going to sign high-profile recruits that most everybody already knows about. This is unlike the TCUs of the world. Gary Patterson has done an excellent job always for the past 15 years or so, however long he's been with the Horned Frogs. He has an excellent job of finding diamonds in the rough and developing them into excellent football players. Texas normally signs high-profile guys, though, that everybody already knows about. Also, Texas finds itself home in one of the best places for high school football and recruiting talent already. Maybe I could see them doing a camp in Florida, but my question is how many recruits would they actually be looking for should they go there? That's not to say Florida doesn't have tons of talent. We know that it does, and Charlie Strong has done an excellent job of recruiting that state, as he always has. Now, I'm all in for Texas' coaching staff doing it, if for no other reason than keeping up with the Joneses. It seems like everybody's going all in, so why not at least give it a try? Charlie Strong told USA Today about satellite camps earlier this week, quote, we're going to jump in the middle of it, end quote. It just seems to me that the TCU's, OK State's, Missouri's, and Nebraska's of the world will benefit from it more so than the Texas Longhorns. We shall see, but regardless of what happens for the Texas Longhorns recruiting class and how satellite camps benefit it, 
the kids are the real winners here because they're going to have more exposure and more opportunities to get in front of college coaches. Be sure to subscribe to the Inside Texas Daily Dose on iTunes and do us a favor by giving us a rating there. For the unfiltered inside scoop on what's happening on the 40 acres, head on over to InsideTexas.com and pick yourself up a membership today.